Okay, we are live. Episode 123. It's the first one of the year 2022. That was that thing that you blow the horn. Uh, Paul Kolosoff, The Urgent Company, Sam Houghton, Modern Health Nerd. Welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. Thanks for having us, Matt. Paul, straight from England to SoCal. What a trek. He just told me that, that I thought it was awesome. Um, we're talking about the Urgent Company. This is going to be a great one. Tell us about the company and which brands you have under the umbrella right now. Yeah, we, we started in March of 2020. Um, and essentially, we're trying to discover new science, new technology, and turn, them in, turn it into great brands. Um, finding new ways of making the stuff that people love. Um, brands we have, Brave Robot is our ice cream brand. Modern Kitchen is our dairy brand. We have a sports and performance brand called California Performance, and we recently acquired Cool House. Paul and I communicated on LinkedIn because of this thing that they are doing. I have comments about it, more actually questions, and he was right to answer, right, which I loved. He got in, answer right away, and then I said, we got to talk about this. So let's talk about one in particular. Talk about the ice cream company. Yeah, Brave Robot, we're, we're using a technology called Animal Free Dairy, um, which is essentially a new way of making dairy proteins using uh, biotechnology. Well, as someone who I eat both, I, everybody knows, uh, you know, I, I, I like animal proteins and I like plant proteins. I'm all about balance. I think that's, that works for me. I'm a proponent of it. I talk on it, but I always say do what works best for you. Um, walk us through what that means, because a lot of people are confused. Is it, is it a vegan product, for instance? Would you consider it vegan? Yeah, I think to take, it, to take a step back, we want to have impacts on sustainability. We want, we want to make products that are more sustainable. So this is a, a way of making dairy protein in a more sustainable fashion, far more sustainable, far less carbon emissions, far less water usage, far less energy usage. So essentially, we're taking the, the cow out of the equation. If somebody were to watch this go down, give us the few things that they would be looking at. Or if you're, they're standing in, outside that glass window, what are they seeing happening? Yeah, they're seeing a product that's lactose-free, that's sustainable, but tastes like they expect the product to taste. And that was the key for us creating all our products and will be the essence of all our brands. The product has to deliver a consumer um, experience that they're used to. We didn't want an alternative. We wanted to find a better way of making the things everybody knows. Are, are you a scientist? Is that how you were involved? And is the team, what would you, con it's almost like the engineer at Facebook, right? They make this thing. They, they, are, they, they, they make the product. Would you consider that that's what your core team members are? Um, Ryan and Kuramal, who, who created the technology and who are my co-founders are both, are both um, biochemists, they're scientists. Um, I'm a chemist by background, actually, so I've been interested in food and nutrition for 20 years, and, and I'm really interested in the nitty-gritty of how it all works. Um, the team we have, we've got some great CPG people in the team now, and I think that was the number one thing um, that I wanted to do is make sure I have people around me, actually, that are, are smarter than me at this stuff. Um, so we've got a great team of CPG professionals as well. Okay, so the, the first, we're going to go to Cool House in a second because I have the comment about it, but 
you, the, the, the ice cream, uh, a brave robot, if somebody were to have it, because that's how you first started, I still am a believer. This is just my fault. I don't think anything's been replicated, but I haven't tried a brave robot yet. Anything replicates real cream ice cream. I think people would understand. Like, like when people, oh, I'm going to try that. I, I, and I can't eat it. My tummy, I, oh, I have a little hurt. My tummy is so sensitive. Anyway, um, so when I, I have a little bit. I, if I get a sweet, I will buy anything that's um, uh, almond produced. I think kind, um, kind. I, I bought a pint before. I'm not a big eater of it, but like you know, I need a scoop. Are you saying that you've replicated that cream experience in the ice cream format? Yeah, the, the thing, the things that the thing that makes dairy taste like dairy, be creamy, melty, drippy, gooey, is the dairy protein. We've replicated the dairy protein, um, so the ice cream tastes like ice cream. Okay, so now, okay, now let's go over to where there was a second comment. They were acquired. You acquired Cool House, San Francisco brand, I think, is when they started. Uh, I can't remember. I remember seeing like a truck. Maybe I could be wrong, but anyway. Shadow Cool House. I've had, uh, by chance, I somebody had one. Maybe this is a couple of years ago. Uh, maybe a sandwich or something, ice cream sandwich. And I remember distinctly having it and saying to myself, "That tastes amazing." Um, I, if anybody's had it, that's then they, they've had an amazing run as a brand. It's because they have an amazing product. And yeah. it always goes back to that, right? You can do the storytelling and, and brand building and all the like, that's, that is what you need to get to the finish line. But the core of it, the core of it has to be an amazing product. So all of a sudden I see Cool House is acquired and is acquired by the, the urgent company of which it's going to change, basically change the formula. And I'm going, what, what, is it? what does that mean? What, how do you do that? Give it, give it to us. Like, how do you, how do you, how do you do that and not disrupt the customer base? Yeah, a phenomenal brand, Cool House. We're so excited to uh, to partner with them, and what Natasha and the team have done there has been phenomenal over the last few years. Um, we, the customer, won't know a difference. Ultimately, the the experience will be the same. Taste wins. We know taste wins, um, and we're highly confident that the customer won't know blind that there's a difference in the products. And that's got to be the objective. That is the objective. And that's what we'll deliver on. I really like that answer because I don't think there's a better way to frame an answer uh, if I were you. And so now you just have to do it. And if you do, that's a gigantic win uh, on so many yeah. levels. Um, so, so that's a great answer. All right, let's talk, walk me through the nutrition brand. I, I, wasn't, I wasn't aware. What, what, what is it exactly? Yeah, California Performance is, is our entry into sports nutrition. It's a whey protein powder. Um, again, significantly more sustainable. Uh, one, of the, one of the big trade-offs, you know, you work out a lot, the, the, the trade-off between plant-based performance and, and whey protein. Um, and we, we're trying to solve that tension. So we're delivering the nutrition benefits, the amino acid profile of whey protein um, with the sustainability and environmental benefits that, that plant proteins bring. So. I, I totally understand that. Uh, again, as somebody who just chugged 30 grams of protein uh, post-workout and I start my morning off, I, I'm, I'm one that I would say is uh, a little unbalanced when it comes out. I start my mornings off. This has been for 20 years. My is, is with 
15 to 20 grams of protein. It's a plant protein um, to get hydrated and to put, put some proteins back in my body from, from sleep. And then I work out early. So really I go into my workout and then I have one more shake afterwards with some yeah. sugars in it, right? Um, I am a plant-based um, protein powder uh, consumer because, uh, again, because I eat meat. So uh, again, I find my balance there. So um, I prefer to have a steak at night. And so that's why I can stay away from um, the milk proteins um, uh, like what you're suggesting. But I definitely understand the commentary to what you're saying. Uh, if somebody were to ask me, I still would say, do what's best for you. If somebody were to say, well, which one's better? I would say most likely um, a dairy-based you know, way would probably be best. Muscle building and things like that. Where do you take this? Uh, what does this look like? Where are you sort of located? Where does this all happen? Is all four brands, the production happening in SoCal? Where, what is, how does that look? Yeah, we, uh, we've got several co-packers um, across the US. Uh, my background, actually, I ran a co-packing business for, for a number of years in SoCal. That's why I ended up over here. So that was ingrained in me to find the right partner. And it's not just about a co-packer. It's about somebody who wants to be on the journey with us. So we found a, a few co-packers who want to be on the journey um, and the team's all over the place. We, we started the week before the pandemic of 2020 hit. Um, so the team's all over the US. Pandemic? I don't even know what you're talking about. No, right I now. don't either. I don't no, even know. What are we talking about right now? Yeah, no idea. Um, check out my post this morning. It's, I, I've probably got people, I haven't even looked yet. I probably got people riled up. Um, <laughs> It's always a good one when CNN wants to say something, even though I don't follow any of it, it just sort of somehow came down my feed. I don't even follow these news channels and somehow it still comes down my feed. Anyway, still hit. that's a whole other side note. Um, okay, I, I, you made a comment right now, which is an important one, the co-packer thing, because sometimes I want to dive into some really important things. You found co-packers that are, want to take the journey with you, right? Meaning they have a business outside of yours, right? Um, isn't that, a, it's a great comment though for people, even if they're just starting out or they're, you know, mid-size or whatever it may be, uh, you need to find, if you're co-packing, right? You're not, you're not self-manufacturing. Yeah. You need to find these people who understand what you're doing, why you're doing it, and they actually want to invest their time, money, energy, and go on this journey with you. I love that comment. Walk, walk us through what that looks like for someone like you who's talking new stuff. Yeah, it's, it's exactly the journey that it's expensive for a co-packer to want to engage with a small company who's never sold anything before. Um, and having people, and, and we started, and I'll give them a shout out, Villa Dolce in, in Phoenix, Arizona, who, who the guys there, Monty and Scott, just saw what we were trying to do. And we, they didn't really need us. We needed them more than they needed us at the time. And we just built a good partnership together. So it's been a nice journey. And, and we're doing the same with California Performance and with Modern Kitchen, the cream cheese brand. I like that answer too. Um, you're, you're doing great, by the way. These short, they're they're punchy because they're 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 what the value is is right in those those short answers. Is the uh, these these people they they don't need us. Most most of them, right? Especially the ones that are really are. I want. I was going to say really good at what they do. I don't know if anybody's really good. The ones that are that are good at what they do, right? 
They have the systems in place. They're, um, they're, uh, um, the people involved, the machinery involved, the systems involved, the processes involved within these facilities, right? If they have it dialed in, they don't need you because they're getting the knock on the door all the time. Sometimes by people and brands and companies that are much larger than you. What I leave people with is don't forget, though, that they do want that smaller brand that they believe is going to have the longevity. Because those are the ones that they will invest some time in because they still are looking for those home runs. You know, it's not the Frito-Lay, right? They're looking for the home run. And if they believe in you, this is an important one, and, and trust you and the relationship that you're building, there's also something to be said about the fact that when you do start hitting a double and a triple, you're not going anywhere. You've created a bond. It's a family. It's a relationship that can go on for years. They will invest in you. I'm telling you that. Um, close this out. Give us what you look like in 12 months from now. Is it still the four brands? Do you guys still acquire other like brands um, so that you, for other verticals or categories? Yeah, I, I think I think we're open and exploring all avenues. We want to ultimately have sustainability impact. That's why we're here. Um, and that's going to involve, for example, with Brave Robot in enhancing our distribution base. We're all over the US. We want to continue to grow that. Um, but on our sports nutrition brand, we want to bring more consumers into us. It, it's very new. It's a D2C play. We want to bring more consumers in. But ultimately, it's about having impact on, on sustainability and, and the environment. And um, we're open to all of the above, Mark. I, I don't think looking forward 12 months, for me, success would look like um, awareness and understanding that technology can bring a better way of making things that we love without you actually realizing um, and if we can bring that, if we can get consumers there, then I think we've won at the end of the year. And we can throw all financial metrics and distribution metrics and all those things with that. But I think they all come if we get the awareness and understanding right, which is why your initial LinkedIn comment piqued my interest, because that's what it's about. It's about these discussions and, and creating that understanding. I like it. Uh, I think we're going to do a follow-up uh, in the middle of the year. I'm going to do it specific to the science, I think, and we'll do a special episode. It'll continue to just educate the consumer um, because that's what it is. It, it, I stay out of, people know, I, I try to stay right in the middle, right? Let the, let the person talk about what the information is, right? Let the founder, let somebody, if there's science involved, let the founder come in and talk about why it's important. Then the consumer can decide. He or she can decide, is this for me or is it not? Um, so it's cool stuff. The Urgent Company, I'll put up your info in a sec. Good stuff, Paul. I appreciate that. Thanks, Mark. Sam, modern health nerd. Let's do it. Give it to us. Well, it's interesting you should end on the note about consumers making decisions because uh, I'm chief nerd at the Modern Health Nerd, where I help plant-based and better for you and functional CPG and DTC brands discover their audiences, and then create content that is actually going to resonate with them. I specialize in long-form content, but honestly, the more brands I work with, the more people I talk to, I'm gravitating more and more and more towards that audience discovery bit, because 
you can't create good content. You can't sell. Even if you have an amazing product, you can't drive trial. You can't first get those people in the door or sell sales on your website unless you know who you're talking to. And if you don't know who they are, if you don't know where they hang out, these are questions that people seem to not answer. And I feel like everyone needs to take a step back with their marketing before you start to create any content, before you even start to like make ads. And sometimes even before you start to design your packaging or, or design your unboxing experience, you got to know who your customers are, how they're going to use your product, where it fits in their lifestyles, if it even fits in their lifestyles so that you can target people. So what I do is I do what I call core strategy or foundational strategy, uh, looking into those communities where the customers are, doing some buyer's personas, and really digging down also, if you have customers already, interviewing them. That's so powerful. People, I don't think a lot of people do that because a lot of brands don't have time, but that's, you know, that's what I'm doing is I'm trying to help people figure out who, who they're talking to, who they're selling to, and especially how their product fits into that lifestyle and what the buyer's journey really looks like because everyone tries to segment it, but you really can't. If you think about the way you buy something, it's all over the map. So I'm helping people to unlock all of those things. I also host a podcast called the Modern Health Nerd Podcast, which is launching season two this week. Very cool. Love it. Sam's info, Paul's info. Happy New Year to you both. Enjoy. 